Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 on Rock 102. Gonna be a uh, nice day today. <clears throat> whoa, whoa, what what's is going that? on over there? I got a some kind of hair stuck down there. I don't know what that's all about. No wonder you were a minute or two late. That's right. Well, yeah. I, I was coming down 91. I had to make a little stop. And, I understand. Uh, here we are. Anyway, it's uh, going to be another nice day today. Sunny and a high of 71. Now, tomorrow and Saturday, not so nice. It's going to be like around 80, but it's going to rain both of those days. Not another nice day till Sunday. It's 51 right now in downtown Springfield. So if there's any number of things that could happen today, I will tell you this. Yeah. Uh, Dave Coombs is not in today. Probably not in tomorrow. So all you big fans can have to will have to wait until Monday. Oh, no wait Tuesday because Monday's Memorial Day. I wonder why he's not here. Uh, it'd be uh, cold symptoms uh, perhaps he was having yesterday? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Medical privacy. I'm not allowed to say. Oh, that's right. The hippo laws. The hungry, hungry hippo laws. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's 535. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102 and 90 Meat Outlet want to give you a Memorial Day backyard picnic. You can win steaks, hot dogs, burgers, and their famous store-made marinated meats. A $100 value, all for free. Go to rock102.com to enter. We'll pick a winner at random on Thursday, May 26th. It's your chance to win a Memorial Day backyard picnic. From 90 Meat Outlet, quality meat, affordable price, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Toyota Wilbraham is the area's leader in pre-owned and certified pre-owned Toyotas. We are currently pulling inventory from all 22 Leah locations. Choose from hundreds of RAV4s, Camrys, Highlanders, Tacomas, and more. At Toyota Wilbraham, we also carry all makes and models, foreign and domestic. And as always, instant credit approval is only a click away. All credit applications will be accepted. Everyone drives at Toyota Wilbraham. 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at LeahToyotaWilbraham.com. This is Six Flags, home to heart-pounding rides, a refreshing water park, and lifelong memories. Don't miss our Memorial Weekend sale. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550 and you too. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be another nice one today. Sunny and a high of 73. Tomorrow, not so nice. Going to be 80, but uh, rain showers throughout the day. More of the same for Saturday. It's 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Hey, that Johnny Depp. He's something else. He's a kick in the pants. Yeah, one time I uh, had Johnny Depp uh, come over and eat some Ritz crackers and some cheese at my house. Who is that? That's the old boss we used to have. That's right. Inside radio jokes. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to say those anymore. We had a boss that claimed to be a very dear friend, very close friend to Johnny Depp, but but yet could never get us an interview with Johnny Depp, or even uh, maybe even not even a postcard. No, but he did have pictures of him and Johnny splitting a cheese platter. Ah, uh, he can always prove it. So he you're also, not really name dropping if you can prove it. Yeah, he also used to uh, have lunch with Michael Bolton down in New Haven at Frank Peppers. I went to Frank Peppers once and had uh, pizza with Michael Bolton. We split the clam pizza. It was delicious. Anyway, Johnny Depp was back on the witness stand yesterday to. Uh, is it rebut or rebute? It's rebute, isn't it? Uh, it's rebut. a rebuttal. What about rebut? To rebut. 
I think it was Rubbit. Rabbit. That's it. That's it. The allegations of abuse that Amber Heard made against him during her testimony, he calls her claims, quote, ridiculous, humiliating, ludicrous, painful, savage, unimaginably brutal, cruel, and all false. Somebody just bought a thesaurus. Yes, somebody likes adjectives. He added, quote, I never in my life committed sexual battery, physical abuse, all these outlandish, outrageous stories of me committing these things and living with it for six years and waiting to be able to bring the truth out. No matter what happens, I did get here and I did tell the truth and I have spoken up for what I've been carrying on my back reluctantly for six years. Now, Kate Moss testified via video link to deny a rumor that came up earlier in the trial that Johnny once pushed her down a flight of stairs when they were dating. Kate says she once slipped down some stairs, and Johnny helped her. Yeah, so, that, uh, that was the same along with that Ellen Barkin thing the other day. There was like they were making it out to be like he did something to Ellen Barkin, and the way her testimony came out I was like, no, no, it was no, just like, like that. It's not the way it happened. And if I were Johnny, and I don't even know if he uh, addressed this, because I didn't get a chance to see uh, everything he said. Any testimony? You're not, you're not watching it all day long. Believe it or not. Um, I have been trying to weave in a life in between testimony. Um, he should also say that any testimony that talks about his drug abuse yeah. or his alcoholism should consider the fact that maybe the reason why he's drunk and high is to anesthetize himself to self-medicate because of this relationship he's in with Amber Heard. And maybe there's a reason for it because it's the only escape he has. Look at you with the uh, therapeutic breakdown of Johnny Depp. Yes. Um, I'm, I'll be seeing Johnny next week. My copay is only $25. See, this is what happens when you're the child of two therapists. I know. You know? I know. I diagnose everybody. Yeah, he was like, oh, I've, uh, I picked that up, uh, you know. Uh. Just so we're clear, I'm not taking on new clients. Did you? Did your parents have patients to come in the house? No, Why but back, you were, you know. not in the house, but back in the day before they were answering services. Yeah. There were a couple of clients that used to call my dad ah. on the house phone. And I'd pick up the phone and I'd say, uh, what are you experiencing? Uh, hold on, please. Yeah. Uh, my father will be with you shortly. Dad, it's crazy Joe Devola on the phone. Oh, there were some nutcases calling on the phone. I bet. Oh, yeah. And that was the day before you had caller ID. Uh, Josh Dugar was sentenced to 151 months in prison for receiving and possessing child pornography. That's 12 years and 7 months, by the way, if you didn't know how many 151 was. He had faced a maximum of 20 years behind bars after authorities found at least 65 images of child pornography on his computer, including a two-minute video that is best left undescribed. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. And I'm glad they didn't put the description in here because I wouldn't want to who have read it not, either. Not, not, not at all. But you know, it still bothers me that if a guy was facing 20 years, they only gave him 12. Uh, that well, bothers me. That's what happens. I know. And he probably won't even serve the full 12 years. Exactly. Josh pleaded not guilty and claimed someone else downloaded that disgusting content onto 65 his times? Yeah. 67 if you count the, uh, the videos? Uh, Dugar was previously accused of sexually abusing several underage girls, including four of his sisters. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Well, there's now 18 kids, and we're reducing. We're not counting anymore. Gross. Jeff Bridges. 
How many times did I just say to you yesterday when I was doing enough Jeff Bridges stories? I thought you said Bo Bridges. My mistake. Yeah, well, I was close. Jeff Bridges almost didn't survive his battle with COVID last year. He had been undergoing chemo for his lymphoma, so his immune system was completely wiped out. As for the cancer, he's currently in remission. And he says that COVID basically made it look like nothing. Jeff had to be hospitalized for almost five months. Mm. He couldn't even roll over without needing oxygen. He said, quote, I was pretty close to dying. The doctors kept telling me, Jeff, you've got to fight. You're not fighting. Interestingly, Jeff sees battling two potentially deadly diseases simultaneously as a blessing. Well, he had to get better because he was about to roll with Walter and uh, and Donnie. They were going to face the, the the Jesus, and you don't f with a Jesus. What about the Eagles? Does he like the Eagles? He hates the effing Eagles, man. Who would say? Uh, he he said, "Who would say I'd love some cancer and give me a dose of COVID to go along with it?" <laughs> but my ability to receive all the love and give it was just heightened. Everything was just turned up in the most beautiful way. That's uh, he's pretty lucky that he made it through all that. Hey, there's there loads of people that don't. Yeah, especially with the same symptoms with the with the uh, the cancer yeah. and everything. On the advice of Oprah, Ellen DeGeneres is going to take at least a year off now that her show is over. Quote, this is my first self-imposed break. I'm going to start traveling in a couple of weeks and try to enjoy my time. Because nobody wants to be around you because you're, you're uh, too busy abusing uh, other employees. Creating a hostile workplace. I don't mm, know. No. Good, uh, luck, good luck getting another show. Uh, Snoop Dogg once turned down an opportunity to DJ for a Michael Jordan event due to too many prior commitments. Snoop has never met Michael, but he'd rather do it as a fan and not as a DJ. It's kind of like if I had asked you to DJ my wedding. I would have done it. I wouldn't have asked you. Yeah, but I would have done it. I I mean, I asked another buddy of mine, but... uh, Because it was Anne Murray night. See, that's what I would be afraid of, that it would have been nothing but Snowbird over and over again. Come fly your little wings, Snowbird. (laughs) And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. This is a public service announcement. A public service announcement from Leah. The following takes place between 6 a.m. And 7 a.m. It's, uh, I don't know, 6.01 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. The Pioneer Valley forecast is looking like, uh, it, oh, first of all, brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagleroofing.com. It's going to be uh, not that great today. Cloudy, uh, maybe some clearing later on uh, in the day, but not a whole hell of a lot. Highest 72 tonight, partly cloudy. Lowest 60, and for tomorrow, cloudy and uh, a highest 79. It's uh, 48 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. In sports, the uh, Celtics came back from a five-point deficit of the half to beat the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. 93-80 to was the final. Jalen Brown led the Celtics to 25 points, 19 in the second half alone. The Celtics now leave that, lead that series three games to two. Game 6 tomorrow night back in Boston. In the West, tonight is Game 5 between the Golden State and Dallas. Golden State leads that series three games to one. Uh, in hockey, the Springfield Thunderbirds took a two-game lead in their series against the Charlotte Checkers, beating them last night 4-3. to three. Game 3 is Saturday in Charlotte. Uh, in the NHL, the St. Louis Blues beat the Colorado Avalanche in overtime 5-4 to four in Game 5 of their series. The Blues now lead that series three games to two. Game 6 tomorrow night in St. Louis. In baseball, the Red Sox ended their six-game winning streak last night with a 3-1 loss to the Chicago White Sox in Chicago. Both teams square up again tonight at 8 Meanwhile, the Yankees beat Baltimore last night 2-0. Tonight, they'll uh, travel to Tampa to face the Rays at 640. 
I got uh, we, we're going to talk about some stuff, and I got my view from the couch coming up next on Rock 102. As of March 2022, Hyundai has won more total I. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know about you, but if there's something I haven't done in about five years, then it's probably not something I ever really want to do again. Otherwise, I might still be doing it. And as I get increasingly older, those things that I was doing five years ago, I might not be able to do anymore. This is because a lot can happen to a guy in five years, and not all of it is great. So yesterday, when the news came out that former 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick had just completed a workout for the Las Vegas Raiders, I wasn't willing to immediately jump on a bandwagon and expecting there to be a gigantic contract waved in his face. Yesterday's workout was the first time that Colin Kaepernick has worked out for a team since 2017, when the uh, Seattle Seahawks pretended to be interested. Other than that, Colin Kaepernick has not played professional football at any level since his career abruptly ended the year before that. You might recall that Colin's career came to a screeching halt, not because he couldn't play, but because of the backlash he suffered after taking a knee during the National Anthem during the 2016 season to protest police brutality. Since then, uh, he would have been released from the 49ers who almost had zero and has had almost zero interest from any other team in the NFL, including those who needed a quarterback the most. All that was five years ago. Since then, the Raiders have signed Derek Carr as their starting quarterback with a $121 million contract. They traded a draft pick to the Patriots to get Jared Stidham, and they also signed former Cleveland backup Nick Mullins during the offseason, too. In other words, they don't really need Colin Kaepernick. Not because he's not as good as the other guys, but they might not need him simply because he hasn't played in five years. Listen, I'm willing to entertain the notion that Colin Kaepernick got a raw deal from the NFL, and I'm also willing to consider that he probably deserved to play football. But the reality is, it's been five years, and when it comes to playing at that level, five years suddenly feels like 50. In other words, I wouldn't get too excited about any of this. But hey, of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You paint houses? How about commercial buildings? You need to get to know Josh at the Liberty Street Rockies. If you're a painting contractor, Josh speaks your language. The Liberty Street Rockies paint department now has a contractor's only entrance. And check out Josh at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Room. It's 611 and Billy Idol with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 73. Tomorrow, uh, rainy. Uh, Could see some thunderstorms possible with a high of 80. It is 51 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, people may ask, what the hell are you laughing at? What's so damn funny? Uh, uh, The answer to that question is none of your damn business. Yeah, none of your business. None of your business. I've always said for years the best part of this show happens (laughs) off the air. Because it's all the stuff we can't can't say. Can't possibly say without a lawsuit or a fine. Uh, So anyway, it's the uh, the back Steve and Dave show. Dave's uh, out for a couple of days. He's taking a little time off. Yeah, he's uh, you know been working his fingers to the bone. Well, it's uh, you know it's a, it's a tough job here in the morning. Yes, it's tough getting up. Ain't that the truth? It's tough getting up and ripping and reading stuff off masks. Oh, thing. it's it's, 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 it's that's brutal, how I do it. Brutal work, but uh, uh, he uh, allegedly will be back on Tuesday. So yeah. prepare yourselves for that. Uh, anyway, in the meantime, uh, you know, obviously, I'm noticing the cost of things, and the gasoline is like 
out of control. Like it's 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 still my stocks are doing well, but the gasoline is is out of control. See, my stocks are taking a taking a punch right into the into yeah. the jumblies, man. I'm I'm but, not uh, doing but, that great at all. But did you invest in oil futures? That's where it's oil at, futures. No, I invested in Ethiopian condominiums, and that didn't work out. Oh man! Um, I really expected that housing would really boom over there. Yeah. Uh, so you know, everybody's facing the, these these challenges for budgets and, and things like that. Now, Greenfield. I'm reading this story on Mass Live this morning because of fuel costs. Now they're going to have two cops to a car instead of just one. So they're carpooling. Justice yes. has now been carpooled. Yes. Well, how are you going to get to jail? Well, uh, we'll get Timmy's mom to come pick him up. And uh... <laughs> is there like a like a like a phone tree so yeah. everyone knows who they're riding with today? Yeah. Well, no, it's a group text message. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> New phone. Who is this? My whole little rant yesterday about the group. You know, how I got a good response from that because there's so many people out there that re- that say, yeah, you know what? I hate the group text message, too. It's very annoying. I don't mind the group text just as long as it's with uh, everybody who's in my contacts. If yeah. you if it's just like a random phone number that I have no idea who this is. Right. And they're asking me like personal questions. I don't know who the hell you are. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. If all if the only identifying mark is a phone number that I can't identify. No, we're not going to have any conversations. Hell no. No, not at all. I don't want to have any conversations. Excuse me. Anyway, Greenpeel, uh, Greenfield police took to Facebook Wednesday to announce that they would be driving fewer cruisers less often after $400,000 was cut from the department budget. That's practically the whole budget. And this is not just happening with the police department. Ludlow just is anticipating layoffs for a lot of, uh, I think, 12 teachers, I think, for next year. Yeah. Uh, it's well, going to be happening all over, well, and we're going to be back in this 2008 thing again, where 401ks bottom out, and it's it's going to suck. Well, we just did the story the other day about uh, you know nursing lay uh, layoffs at Mercy. Well, this is like the worst possible time for healthcare to be taking a hit. Yeah, you know, with uh, with staffing, because I mean, it, it, you know, after a couple of emergency room visits in the last couple of weeks. All I'm thinking is, so that 12-hour wait to not be seen is now going to turn into a 20-hour wait to not be seen. It always it always makes me kind of laugh a little bit when a hospital says, we have to lay people off. There's not less people getting <clears throat> sick, no. and you're not getting less payments from the insurance companies. It's a sustainable business. How can you not? sustain your business if you're getting consistent income right but remember what uh, yesterday when i said that everything is connected to everything yeah so if costs of things of items is going up yeah if the cost of fuel to heat uh, a hospital or you know to provide uh, you know, equipment at a hospital if those costs rise the only thing to do is to cut the workforce yeah so i mean it's like after everything has been you know depleted like you can no longer buy new equipment at a hospital that may save lives you know they have to make these these very hard decisions that we may have to cut the people that could operate those things that could save lives or the or the (laughs) people that will care for people that will save lives it's i mean you know all these things are connected to everything else whether it's you know the shipping costs or 
you know, you know, lack of supplies or computer chips, whatever it may be, everything is responsible for this situation. I get, and you know what? Now that I think about that, that was kind of a kind of an irresponsible thought for me to have because I didn't really think about like medical supplies, yeah, like the the gas to get the medical supply from point A to point B. That's all included in the cost of delivering something. You know, hospital beds or whatever people need at their homes. I mean, that's all stuff is ordered from the hospitals or or whatever. I also think about this, because while all those supplies, the costs increase and, you know, everything from like all the shipping that they get, all the deliveries that they get week after week. The one thing that hasn't changed are the reimbursements to doctors from insurance companies. That's Mm -hmm. remained the same. You're not seeing that increase. No. So it's like. So where's this all this extra money coming from? It's not like they have increased, you know, so dramatically that uh, you know that they defraying a lot of costs. What what's gonna happen? Like, what do you think is gonna happen? Is it like just gonna be like we're gonna have to reset the entire economy, or how does that work? Well, I mean, how? I mean, I'm not an economist by any means, no. but I do. But I do know that everything runs in a cycle. And there are there are peaks and valleys in this thing, and every time we've had a low, like two thousand eight, right, things do recover, but they recover not because your government has decided to fix stuff. It's the government that screwed things up to begin right, with. Right, right. It basically becomes a part of the consumers and businesses and employers. Those are the ones that spearhead the recovery of an economic economic collapse. <laughs> not right, not necessarily the government. So, I mean, you know, things are bad. Could they get worse? Sure. Sure. But they're also likely to get better, too. But it's going to take some time and some obstacles to be cleared. Some of that by your government. But that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a while before that happens. I mean, I don't have a whole hell of a lot of confidence that the government really knows what the hell to do with themselves right now. I just, I'm just like grocery shopping. You know, I spent $175 the other day, and I don't even know what I bought. Yeah. Like, it really, like, it wasn't like this giant, $175 worth of groceries in your head goes, ah, it's like a cart full of groceries. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it was a cart full of groceries, but it was strategically placed to cover all the bottom of the cart, you know, the cage part. (laughs) I bought $65 worth of fruit the other day. Which is like six oranges? (laughs) It was like... The two things of strawberries, a blueberry, a watermelon, and a pineapple. Yeah. That's and pretty much all there was. And even like, you know, even the stuff at Costco that you used to save on is out of it's astronomical. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, meat. You know, they used to I used to buy this uh it was grass fed beef from Costco. It was in a like they sliced it for you. It was all cooked and grilled oh, yeah. and everything. Sure. It wasn't the thing. And it was only like eight or nine dollars a pound, which was pretty good for a cooked and 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 good piece of meat, you know, like sirloin that you could just easily put up on salads and stuff. It's up to like fifteen bucks a pound. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I bought a a, a bag of dog food yesterday, and we had Dave in here uh, yeah. earlier talking about the like what a what a skid of of dog food cost. I spent sixty five dollars for the bag. Yeah, sixty five. It's a thirty-pound bag. Yeah, you know, it's it's not even a fifty-pound bag. It's thirty pounds, sixty-five bucks. And like this is, 
This is ridiculous. And I don't I don't know what you buy for the dog, but even the like the bulk cheaper stuff at Costco, it's up to almost forty bucks. Yeah. It used to be like twenty eight. And now it's up to almost forty. <laughs> it's like, what what yeah. are we doing? What are we doing with ourselves? I well, mean, yeah, I you know, I, I I look at my four hundred one k all the time. I look at you know where my money is going. I just want to be sure everything yeah. is okay, especially when things are tough. And I just see this like this slow downward trend. It's not it's not looking that great, right? I mean, it's not disastrous, but it's like all right. I've seen these things before, where you know goes down, comes back up, yeah. and recovers, and and everything is fine. But it's like you know you could make yourself crazy if you're you know hyper focused on on what's going on. I, I, again, I, I bought a gallon of milk the other day. It was well over five dollars a gallon, and I you know like I mean, is it because of the store I'm in, or is this really damn good milk? I think that's like that anywhere. It's it's just that's how much stuff is costing. It's 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 just like you said. It's all connected. <laughs> One thing leads to another. Absolutely crazy. That's it. Wow. It's uh, 622 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Let me share with you something I've been telling my family and friends for years. I wish I'd found my current job at Freedom Credit Union earlier in... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 627. And uh, Tom Petty with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. That's a, that's a horse of a different color. You don't hear him every day. You do not. Uh, it's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 71. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 78. It's 46 right now in downtown Springfield. So tomorrow on the show, this is exciting, uh, comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us. Yes. Yes. I'm going to try to get him a little, a little bit earlier. He's supposed to schedule for 8 o'clock, but uh, there's some schedule changes, and we got people that need to go places and I'm, things like that. I'm so. sure Marty's got no other prospects on a Friday morning. I'm sure he'll be happy yeah. to come a little bit earlier. I'm sure a comedian who stays out till midnight every night wants to come in at 7 o'clock in the morning to a radio show that nobody really listens to. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? With the, the reach, the breadth of six, this audience. Six people. It's, that's, uh, that's more than some. That's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. We have news coming up next. With back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chicopee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com. Are you ready for more Springfield? Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little bit more out of your day with more tropical flavors like the new mango pineapple and more ways to enjoy your favorite flavor of Dunkin' Refreshers available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. Each one, every bit as delicious as the other. A splash of vibrance that will help you get glowing and get you getting out more of your every day, all the time, every moment. Sip into your favorite Dunkin' refreshers like the new Mango Pineapple today. America runs on Dunkin'. It's a limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. When it comes to choosing a roofing contractor, you have many choices. And as a homeowner, it can be very confusing who to choose and who to trust. That's why at Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, they make the experience as easy as possible with no gimmicks. Contact Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements today and you'll see why they've been helping homeowners all over Western Massachusetts for over 40 years. Call Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements today or learn more at DaveMinerRoofing.com calling all craft beer lovers. It's time for you to stop by Tin Bridge Brewing Company in Westfield, offering New England IPAs, fruited and sour beers, and a rotating seltzer selection, all brewed in-house. So come by and check out their friendly tap room and food trucks. Visit TinBridgeBrewing.com.
Facility maintenance managers depend on Pro Tool and Springfield to make their jobs easier. We're in your backyard and can get the equipment and supplies to you quick. You need a single man lift tomorrow? We can do that. You need floor scrubbers and floor scrapers? We got those. Facility maintenance managers depend on Pro Tool and Springfield to make their jobs easier. For even simple stuff like mops, sponges, and cleaning supplies that go with them. And for important compliance stuff. Harnesses, safety glasses, earplugs. Facility maintenance managers depend on Pro Tool and Springfield. Call 732-8044. It's 630 with back Stephen Damon, Rock 102. It is time for news, and it's brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Mm. Filling in for uh, Dave Coombs is local radio icon Steve Nagel. What? This is a horse of a different yeah, color. Damn right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I don't even have any news together. I didn't <laughs> It's like any other day. Yeah, it's just, it, hey, it's just like the old days. A <laughs> uh, senseless tragedy has again opened the door for parents to have a hard but necessary conversation with their children. Uh, he's watched this on 22 News last night. They spoke with a local mental health expert about how parents can help their kids process the mass shooting in Texas. 19 students and two teachers were killed in a shooting at a Texas elementary school. It's another horrific event to weighing on both parents and their kids as the images of gun violence seem to be everywhere. Mental health experts share how families can address this tragedy. And uh, this Enrique Vargas of the uh, Gandara Center uh, in Springfield, observe, observe first if their children know about what happened. They might not even know if the information is out there and everybody is talking about it. And also, if you have more than one child, try to address the issue or the event with them separately. I didn't uh, really talk to my kids about this because I don't really watch the news in the house. I don't. It's not like it's on on the TV sure. because there's. Just, it's packaged in a way to make you fearful of things going on around you. It, it's this heightened awareness of oh yeah, my, and know. it's and it's constant coverage and it and it gets too much. Like well, it, the it, news is generally sensationalized. I mean, a story like this is a pretty, you know, uh, I mean, it's 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 nothing but tragic. And you know, it, depending on the age of your kid, you know, maybe they can absorb that in a way that's that's helpful yeah. or that makes sense to them in some way, but there are certain kids because of their age or maturity level simply don't. And it's frightening for them. Yeah, and uh, you know, my my daughter said uh, yesterday that you know the, the teachers did address this. They didn't go into the detail of of what happened, but I think they were like like you're safe here. Like you, you you know, we just want you to know that you know we're safe in this in this community. I thought about that. Going, I never had to worry about that. You know, no. I bet you back in the you know the fifties, with the uh, the air raid drills and uh, thinking that you're going to get bombed or you know when it, whenever that all happened and right. they had the fallout shelters and whatnot, I'm sure that was some sort of like crazy thing. Like this is what we have to do. But now we're doing we're doing this thing where you have these drills. They're no longer fire drills. It's it's how to hide from somebody who's got a gun. When I was a kid, and my parents would talk about those uh, those drills in yeah. the in the in the fifties, you know, as a kid growing up in the in the seventies and eighties, I thought, well, that's just the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. You really think that communists are pouring out of the woodwork and just going to drop bombs on us? You know, but back then they thought that was a legitimate threat. You know, and all we had as kids is you know like fire drills, 
And now uh, you have these active shooter drills that happen in every school across the country. Mm-hmm. And you're right. How do we even wrap our heads around the idea that kids have to prepare for that kind of situation? Kids and teachers and schools and everybody else. It's just, it's like. Yeah, and eventually you have to like explain to them why all this has happened. And you're really, there's really no good explanation for it. There's. No. Well, we have to uh we have to hide you and lock you down uh every once in a while because uh there could be these bad people that come into the school and uh, start killing everybody. It's really not a great dinner conversation. No, to it's, have. it's uh, actually it kind of ruins everyone's appetite. Kind of kind of brings everybody down, you know. <laughs> yes, it does, Steve. Yes. <laughs> Uh, A young boy in Springfield is recovering in the hospital after he was hit by a motorcycle last Friday. His mother is pleading for answers about how this could have happened. Uh, It's hard to see him suffer like uh, like that, to see him one way and then to see him another way. It's hard, but he's getting better. That's uh, Brittany Campbell of Springfield, the mother of 11-year-old Jameer Coleman. Jameer was involved in a hit-and-run accident with a motorcycle in the area of Dwight and Calhoun Streets. According to uh, Ryan Walsh, from the Springfield Police, said the police were called to this incident at 5.15 p.m. on Friday. Jameer's mother said that she, he has been in the hospital since the accident where he is being treated for several injuries, including subdural bleeding and concussion. Oh, my God. Uh, she says she wants the person who hit her son to turn themselves in. Campbell says that witnesses who saw the incident are alleging that the vehicle was, in fact, a dirt bike. However, Springfield Police records currently indicate it was a motorcycle. Well, if they have the records then why aren't they, they going to find well was it it could have been a stolen yeah, it motorcycle. could have been a stolen one too that's the thing you know all those bikes many of them are stolen and we talked to cheryl claprood uh about it one time that they're parts from other bikes like they just they interchange the parts like mm-hmm. they'd steal a bike and then they say well we got this other one that's a that's also a yamaha let's take the handlebars off this one put it on this one so one bike could be five different stolen bikes yes and this was a hit and run. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate. I mean, this kid is suffering now because of this thing. And, you know, people don't really think of the collateral damage that they do when they do all these crazy bullshit moves. That well, they make. but I think what you find are a lot of kids yeah. that simply don't care, you know, what might happen. You know, they either assume that, uh, you know, that they're immune to being injured themselves or, you know, there there was no way I'd injure somebody else. But yet they're still driving, you know, they're riding these things around recklessly, causing problems, you know, traffic issues. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm surprised that more people don't get hurt because of, yeah. of, of the way these guys, these, these, uh, these idiots are riding these things. I'm really surprised and I'm not advocating this at all. But I'm really surprised that more of those dirt bike riders haven't gotten knocked off the dirt bike by a vehicle. Like somebody, yeah. you know, because you you always you're always going to have that heightened vigilante who wants to you know take care of things, mm-hmm. like a Charles the Death Wish, Charles Bronson. One, two, three, and four. Was there a five? I don't remember. If there was there a may have been a five. five. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Charles Bronson. He's driving around the city. He's driving around in his senior citizen van now, <laughs> knocking dirt bikes off. Well, I think Charles Bronson's been dead for 20 years. 
Nevertheless, <laughs> if he could reanimate his dead flesh, that's like one he of the, would be back and he'd be pissed. That's one of those series of movies that would probably be revived today with some new actor. You know, they would probably yeah, just but put, you know, it's it's yeah. that kind of unlawful vigilantism. Right. But I'm sure a lot of people don't want to see get remade. Uh, you know, we're talking about the uh, high gas prices. Well, starting now through June 15th, you can get 75 cents off a gallon uh, at BJ's. Has it gotten that bad that we have to go to BJ's to get gas at a discount? BJ's uh, does sell cheaper gas, yeah. but the problem with BJ's is you have to drive all the way to BJ's. And if you don't live anywhere near Chickabee, that's a hell of a haul. I do know people that will go out of their way, spend extra money on gasoline to fill up at BJ's so yeah. that they can drive 20 miles back home I, I was with think- BJ's gas in their car. I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know what? If I drive this way to go home, I know the gas at Costco is a hell of a lot cheaper. But at what cost to me is it going to be? Cheaper? Yes. Some people don't yeah. necessarily understand the larger picture. It's like uh, it's like uh, wasting costly gasoline to drive around from location to location for the Thirsty Thursday or the Rock 102 work release <laughs> only to get free T-shirts and free appetizers wherever you go. Right. Yeah. I'm going to bet you. And I don't have proof of this, yeah. but I'm going to bet you that there are people who go to the BJ's in Greenfield yeah, where they don't sell gas, will take their BJ's card and say, I'm going to get myself a discount and try and drive all the way to Chickabee to get gas at that BJ's and then drive back to Greenfield yeah. and say, man... I feel so much better having yeah. saved so much money. We just did a 64-mile round trip to go get gas. And look, I'm still on a quarter of a tank yeah. just as I left here. I mean, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so now through June 15th, BJ's wholesale members are able to save 75 cents a gallon with stipulations, of course. Some, And you have to purchase four qualifying items. Some of the items include... The Pepperidge Farm Resealable Goldfish Cheddar Crackers, three count, 58 ounce. It's a good product. Do you remember when gas was less than a dollar? <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> uh, Glacier Smart Water, a 15 pack. Uh huh. That's probably, and this sounds like this is the high priced item that you have to get in it, order to get the 75 cents off. But it's not. No. Yeah. Ziploc Seal Top Sandwich Bags. 580 count. Ooh, fa, how many sandwiches are you making? <laughs> oh, the savings. So you'll you'll save 75 cents a gallon. Yeah. But you got to buy something. You got to buy at, at no at no loss to BJ's. Yeah. Listen, you buy $300 worth of stuff. We'll give you a, we'll give you 75 cents off a gallon. Yeah, it's up to 10 gallons. You can thank us later. $7.50 all yours, my friend. Yeah. Why? How? How come I can buy a five dollar rotisserie chicken at, at Costco? Because we've <laughs> because we've raised our yeah. prices on everything else. Holyoke Mayor Joshua Garcia laid bare the importance of annual skin cancer screenings as he underwent a public exam at City Hall to promote skin cancer awareness month. He stripped down to his skivvies to get a skin exam publicly. Yeah. Now, 
In light of the news that has unraveled out of Holyoke for the last three weeks, do you think it's a good idea to be taking your clothes off in front of anybody, uh, <laughs> especially in a government position? Absolutely not. The one guy didn't. He he went all the way to Rhode Island to do that. <laughs> With only a pair of gym shorts on, Garcia on Tuesday had Dr. Zubina Mateen examine him for any unusual growths or discolorations, telltale indicators of skin cancer, or early signs of the disease. Garcia and Mateen wanted to relieve the anxiety people feel before undergoing the screening, yet continuing the uncomfortableness of watching the mayor <laughs> down in his basketball shorts. I mean, you wouldn't want to have seen, say, like uh, Denny Soskovic in his BVDs, would you? Oh, no. Or uh, Elaine Pluta down to her underpants? I no, think, thank you. Uh, Elaine Pluta was once on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I don't believe she was. Yeah. Um, you know, I've uh, I've been through the, uh, the top-to-bottom annual exam yeah. in a dermatology office. There was no way I would do that publicly because when i say it's top to bottom yeah it is top to bottom i need to get one of those you should absolutely get one. and of i those. missed an opportunity uh the, with the referral thing i don't know they, they were calling and then i couldn't i had covid i couldn't go mm-hmm. and then i never rescheduled the thing i should reschedule that and get that you should get that exam done yeah i've uh you know i've been i've been to, yeah. since covid and uh you know, it's it's not something I would want to do in front of an audience. You know, it's it's fine between me and the the doctor and, uh, and what have you. Uh, for now, the mayor can rest easy because he passed his test. Oh, thank God! Anyway, until uh, next year's examination. However, one in five Americans will develop uh, skin cancer by the age of seventy. I don't know anybody in my life that has ever had that. No, nope, me either. Can't uh, can't uh, name it. a single one. Now, what are you going to do if, let's say, you have some sort of skin condition, but it's in a private area, but you're the mayor of Holyoke, and you've decided to have a public examination, but yet uh, the doctor discovers something you didn't see, and it's right there in your joint. Right, you gonna, right there in your business. Right you there gonna, in the hoo-ha. That's it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, you... You take one for the team and you show everybody. That's not going to help you get votes. And then you'll be able to work on the city council. <laughs> There's a low bar of expectations for those folks. <laughs> yeah, don't do this at the high school, by the way. Yeah, like no, the, or, or any school yeah. for that matter. Uh, let's see. Uh, are, you, are you one of those guys who likes to post shirtless pics on Tinder to attract the ladies? Hell no. I don't like taking my shirt off at all. I'm like one of the, I'm very, and I blame it on my pasty white skin, but I also like, yeah, I don't really, eh, I don't want to take my shirt off. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't take my shirt off for anybody. I mean, yeah, even like around the house, I don't, I don't really take my shirt off all that much. I have a friend uh, I went on vacation with a few years ago Mm -hmm. and he, um, it was the first time I had, had been on any kind of vacation with him. Uh, you know, been friends for years, but first time we actually, you know, a bunch of us went away. Sure. Uh, and he is the kind of person that doesn't wear a shirt most of the time. Really? Yeah. It's like, uh, and there's and there's pay, like you know, his wife uh, was sending me pictures of like other like other events that they've had at their house. Yeah. And uh, he's not wearing a shirt. 
which I always thought is very odd. No, no. I, I, it's, it's like the Seinfeld good naked, bad naked thing. There's like good shirt off at the beach or the yep. pool, and there's bad shirt off sitting in the living room eating cornflakes. Like that's just I, not a good like shirtless thing to be doing. I'm always amazed by how many dudes will be uh, ta- will, will do like on social media pictures of themselves without a shirt on. And but it's only like like from the shoulders up. How creepy that looks. I don't think people realize how creepy it looks. It's wicked freaking creepy. It is very creepy. Now, uh, a study at the University of Colorado found that the that going shirtless on Tinder makes women more likely to think you have an STD. Yeah, exactly my point. Researchers showed over 500 people fake profile pics of a guy named Noah. Sometimes he had a shirt on and sometimes he didn't. And when he was shirtless, women and men were more likely to think he engaged in risky sexual behavior. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. The shirtless version was also seen as less uh, competent in general. So the study authors say that if you want to put your best foot forward, stop showing off your abs and put a damn shirt on. Good advice. It is good advice. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today, going to be mostly sunny with a high of 71. Tomorrow, rainy with a high of 78. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. You've got three days to play. To Springfield's Classic Rock, it's 652, and David Bowie with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Nice day today, sunny and a high of 71. Tomorrow, uh, warm, but not that nice. Going to see some scattered thunderstorms throughout the area. More of the same for Saturday and a high of 80. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Now, tomorrow is a pretty important day around here because it's not only uh, the day we welcome uh, Marty Caproni into the studio, but it is also the day we give away those Paul McCartney tickets. Yes, the Paul McCartney tickets. That's right. Rock 102 and Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics want to send you to see Paul McCartney at Fenway Park on June 7th. All you need to do is tune in all week and listen for the five famous Pauls. And uh, tomorrow, we will open up the phones, and the first caller to identify all five famous Pauls wins the tickets. One winner will get a pair of tickets to the show and $102 cash card. It's your chance to see Paul McCartney at Fenway. Brought to you by Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Go see Brett. He knows grow. And Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. That's going to be awesome. Got it interesting. It is. They're, uh, they're brought to you by Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. And yet we all remember when Paul McCartney was arrested in Tokyo for having like a pound of weed on him in an airport. Listen, uh, hydroponics these days, you can only grow like tomatoes and corn. Can't grow weed. Oh. No, I know that. Yeah. But I mean, if you were to, you know, you're oh, yeah, still, yeah, a, yeah. still an Appl- agricultural a- product. Apply the methods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do use the uh, self-checkout thing at the grocery store? If I got produce, no. If I don't have produce, sure. If it's easily scanned, yes. I don't want to be looking at products. I don't, I really don't think the general public should be allowed to have this responsibility of, <laughs> of checking out their own groceries. It is so much more helpful when a person is doing it for you. I agree. The other thing is, like, a lot of these places don't, big, wide, stop and shop, they're, they're getting rid of the, the like, you got to bring your own bags. You know how annoying that is? Like, when you when you want to run in for something for five minutes, and, and you get, you know, maybe you got <clears throat> enough that would require a bag, 
but they don't have the bags anywhere. You got to buy one for ten cents for a paper one, and yeah. those things don't. Those things will fall. The bottoms fall right out yeah, on. They don't. They don't make them like they used to. And then, uh, and then, the, you know, because they don't want the sea turtles choking on the plastic or whatever, uh, they don't have the plastic bags. So you got to buy those reusable ones. The problem I have is with the reusable ones. Yeah. Is I always forget to bring them along with me. Yeah, like I we, do too. We got like uh, like hundreds yeah. in the house. I have dozens. A, I have a closet that is dedicated solely to the bags that I've purchased and right. never used. And you know, for everyone yeah. who says, "Well, just you know, just leave them in your car." Yeah. Well, that's a great idea, but I got to bring them from the house into the car. And it, guess what? I do every single day. I forget to do that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I got a house that is loaded with paper bags. Yes, loaded bags. Well, now, you can use them as kindling for your next campfire. I probably could. Yeah, but uh, now I've got way too many paper bags in my house, and it's not like I have any textbooks to make book covers. Yeah, uh, at, at this age. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was the, that was the only repurposed thing we could do back in the uh, in the good old days. We used to do all kinds of stuff with those bags and the, and the yes, you know? and now you do nothing. I do nothing with these paper bags. We used to make diarrheas out of those. Diorama, oh, Steve. No, Diorama. no, no, no. I thought that was the cruel summer chicks. No, that is banana rama. Uh, no, that's the uh, the old uh, the, with uh, Flegel and. Uh, no, 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 Steve. That is the banana splits. All right. Anyway. We should really focus on what I was really talking about here, the self-checkout thing at the grocery store. Have you ever, like, walked away from it and forgot to scan something? No. Uh, what I have done is uh, almost walked away from all of it because uh, the my scanned item, they said, please put in the bagging area. It yeah. is in the bagging area, but yet it's still asking me to do things that I've already done. Like, actually, like the... Like the uh, the system is trying to argue with me yeah. on how to get this thing accomplished. I think it talks sexy. It's like move your salami to the bagging area. That sounds yeah, like, like one that. of them uh, like uh, rusty uh -huh. trombones or right. one of them things. You know, that's like a, that's like a public public blumpkin. Uh, some Walmart locations are cracking down on self checkout shoplifting and are issuing citations if people walk away without paying for all their items. In some cases. People are stealing, and that's bad, but a report out of Arizona talked with people who claimed they were cited for mistakes while handling a large number of items or dealing with children while checking out. This is why I'm talking. This is why people shouldn't be allowed to do this themselves. Uh -huh. and, and the other thing was when those, those self-checkout things came out, you would have somebody who thought, hey, I'm going to take this giant cart full of groceries through the checkout thing. Because this is going to be a lot quicker than going to a person. It's not. No. Because they have people at least helping them, or they have the bag thing that's that they can just bag the items as they come down the belt. When you're doing that yourself, you have to do all of that. Then there's never enough room at the end on that belt if you're doing a large cart. And again, if you have any produce... Yeah. That yeah. slows the whole thing down because you got to look for your item and then you know weigh it and then you know then you know, what have you. But if you have somebody who's a like a cashier doing it in the in the in the in the grocery line, they've already they they got the yeah. code in their head. They've memorized the code. They don't have to look things up generally. Uh, in some cases, the police were called. One woman said that because her mistake was more than $30, the sheriff arrested her for petty theft. She didn't say what the mistake was, but $30 isn't just missing a couple of veggies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, there, there, There's some stuff there. I We can talk about this a little bit more. 
uh, coming up after seven o'clock if you want to. Sure. Or if we can talk about something else. No, that's actually really coming up. I got a really great story about that. Bax is from the couch and sports next on Rock 102. following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It's 7.01 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. The uh, Pioneer Valley forecast is brought to you by Bank ESB, a local bank uh, with convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to get you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. It's uh, time for sports. Boston Celtics came back from a five-point deficit of the half to beat the Miami Heat in Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. They won the game 93-80. Jalen Brown led the Celtics to 25 points, 19 of them in the second half alone. Celtics now lead the series three games to two. Game 6 is tomorrow night back in Boston. In the West, tonight is Game 5 between the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. Golden State leads that series three games to one. Tip-off tonight is at 9 o'clock. The Springfield Thunderbirds took a two-game lead in their series against uh, Charlotte. Uh, beating the Checkers 4-3 to three last night. Uh, game f- 3 is uh, Saturday in Charlotte at 6 p.m. In the NHL, the St. Louis Blues beat the Avalanche in overtime 5-4 to four in Game 5 of their series. The Blues now lead that series three games to two. Game 6 tomorrow night in St. Louis. The Red Sox ended their six-game winning streak last night with a 3-1 to one loss to the White Sox in Chicago. Both teams square up again tonight at 8 o'clock. Meanwhile, the Yankees beat Baltimore two to nothing tonight. They'll travel to Tampa to face the Rays at uh, at six forty. Got my view from the couch coming up. We're going to talk about the Celtics in just a few minutes on Rock 102. Here's what's happening with Rock 102 at the Yard Tavern in Enfield. Come play. Mi- and now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, in my lifetime, I have seen the Boston Celtics win 23 divisional titles, win nine conference championships, eight national titles. Could have been nine national titles, but I was born three and a half months too late. The fact which has caused me a great deal of resentment towards my parents. Nevertheless, with that long history of well-noted championship-level success, I cannot help but feel that the Boston Celtics are poised to do it all over again. Am I getting away ahead of myself? Of course I am. Am I celebrating prematurely? Without question. But as a New England sports fan, I am prone to incomprehensible fits of irrational thinking. It's simply what we do. And as of right now, all I can focus on is that the Boston Celtics are just one win away from making the NBA Finals. Last night, Game 5, the Celtics beat the Miami Heat despite trailing at the half by five points. But by the end of the night, the Celtics won the game 93-80, putting themselves just one more win away from their first trip to the NBA Finals in 12 years. Now, I understand that simply getting to the NBA Finals does not guarantee you an NBA championship. I get that. I really do. But it's been 12 years since we've seen the Celtics play anything like this. Even when they lost in the conference championships uh, four years in a row. Even then, it never felt like this. Of course, if they get past Miami and it's feeling like they possibly will, they'll still have to get to either Golden State or Dallas to win an NBA title. Right now, Golden State leads that series three games to one. In other words, it's not looking so good for Dallas. And I guarantee that absolutely nobody wants to see a Miami Golden State Championship Series, including the NBA. 
but give the Celtics a crack at going for their 18th championship and their first in 14 years? Please, that's the series everybody wants to see, including me. So you'll have to excuse my annoying yet unshakable confidence, but I'm pretty sure the Game 6 in Boston tomorrow night is going to be a pretty damn good one. But hey, the Mamai Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only has the best grills, Weber, Traeger, the Big Green Egg, Rocky's has got everything you need, all the implements and accessories to, that every griller absolutely has to have. Up your grilling game today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 11 and Aerosmith with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Give me another nice one today, Sunny, and a high of 71 tomorrow. Not so nice. Uh, rain uh, scattered showers throughout the day and a high of 78. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Dave is off for uh, today and tomorrow. And, of course, we're all off on Monday because of uh, Memorial Day. So you doing anything Memorial Day? Mm, I'm memorializing That's about That's about all I'm doing. I hope you have a very meaningful morning Memorial Day. Uh, if that's meaning I'm sleeping in on Memorial Day, then yes, that'll have a lot of meaning to me. No, I meant to uh, thank the people who sacrificed their lives oh, for yeah. your freedoms yeah. and uh, your your ability to spend four forty five a gallon for gas. Well, I, I appreciate uh, all the sacrifices so that I may have the day off. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing. Here's uh, my 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 kid's gonna be uh, 12 this weekend. It was a Memorial Day weekend. It was, that, that's kind of like the nice thing about the birthday. Mm-hmm. It's like always Memorial Day weekend. So it's like you always have a little time to you know plan and stuff. Sure. But, uh, we're getting to the point where we don't do parties anymore. She we're doesn't not, want them, or you? Just no, don't. she doesn't want a party. Oh, there you which go. Which is fine with me, because last year I had a party. And I, it took me hours to set up all this stuff, pop up, and it was raining. It was like it was a very rainy weekend. Oh uh, yeah. I put up pop up tent after pop up tent. I even borrowed pop up tents. I had chairs. I had tables. Because you didn't want people in your house. I right? didn't want people in the house. Yeah. But I guess know. where they all hung out? All in your house. Inside the house. What is that all about? Why well, does everybody feel the need to hang out in my kitchen? There's a perfectly good tent outside with dry chairs, and uh, you're outside. Because nobody wants to be sitting out in the rain, even if they're protected from the rain that's outside. I don't understand that. I uh, just no, understand. I wouldn't want to sit outside either. But I, that's because of of my uh, natural uh, disdain for nature. Well, but, any, yeah. But yeah, but I, if given a choice, I'd much rather be indoors. Yes, uh, I guess you're right, but you're you're dismissing the fact that I spent all of that time putting that stuff together. Yes, but as an invitee to your party, yeah. I don't really care about uh, how much work went into that party. And then on the flip side of that, later on in the year when my other daughter, uh, I was still able to have like an outdoor thing, right? Right. And uh, I said, you know what? I'm not putting any chairs out because nobody does this anyway. Well, guess what everybody wanted to do? Go outside. Hang out outside. Yeah. Where's your chairs? I would have had them set up for you <laughs> had you used them last time you were here. Last time you had a tent and chairs. It's, it's, it just gets highly annoying. Uh, but uh, she doesn't want to do a party this year. She just wants to take a couple of friends to the mall. To the mall? Yeah, so I got I to gotta escort uh, a group of kids to the mall. 
over the weekend. Where are you going? Like uh, Enfield Square or no, uh, the, the Holy Hampshire, Oak, Hampshire the, Mall? The Holy Oak Mall is still the only sustainable one around here. <laughs> the only one that still allows businesses inside. Well, I, I actually said to her, I'm like, don't you want to like have a vast wasteland you can run around in and do whatever you want? I'm like, let's go to the Hampshire Mall this weekend. <laughs> Well, you won't be burdened yes. with having to go inside of a sh- yes. of an open shop. I'll be at the Hanush store across the street on Route 9. Because <laughs> they were smart enough <laughs> to bug the hell yeah, out of there. They're like, let's get the hell out of this building. There's not, I don't even think people know we're here. <laughs> we got to be visible across the street. Uh, so... So I'm 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 looking forward to that because it's not this. I don't have to rush around and get food ready. I mm-hmm. don't have to, you know, uh, clean the house. God forbid, do you ever made me do that? That's uh, one of the primary reasons why we don't entertain very often. Yeah, we just we don't clean. we don't want to clean the house. It's not like you know, it's not like it's you know we're living in squalor, but it's Listen. like the the idea of actually. You know, making it presentable for very judgmental people. It doesn't make any sense to us. Listen, I have given up on that. I have totally given up on the making sure everything is clean. My house is clean. It's just cluttered. It's lived in. It's. I got two kids. I'm a lazy man. I'm not going to not admit that. And I tend to not put things away when they should be put away. Right. But it's like, it's not a big deal. As long as you're not creating some sort of hazardous environment where you wouldn't be able to get out in a fire or whatever, I just have this stuff that's, like, not even valuable. <laughs> it's just stuff. I know. That's just everywhere. And I don't want to have to go around and pick it all up. So when you come to my house, you get what you get. Like, it's 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 going to be what it is. I think we've had... I'm trying to think whether we had one or two parties in the house. Yeah. I think it was two. Could be wrong. Uh, but, you know, it's so rare, but I don't even remember now. Um, and I'm cool with that because, I mean, you know, for a while, uh, you know, in my adult life, you know, we always had visitors to the house. Like, it just, they wouldn't leave. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, very rare do we have people over because, you know, like, listen, this is our home. Sometimes we just want to be home by ourselves. Yeah, that's it. That's, well, you're and you, and you guys have no friends anyway. No, so. we've got plenty of friends. We could have people over. It just you know, just this is this is how we get away. We want to be yeah. away from everything. I, as I get older, I start realizing how important it is to have time alone without it's, other people isn't it i'm telling you it's like you know, for many years that we were never alone there's always someone visiting and now that it's just the two of us it's like there's nothing that we would rather do yeah than it just be the two of us yeah and i i, mean, I, I don't think that's crazy i don't think it's um, out of line it just but sometimes we just want to well, sit on the couch and and you know together. That's you, it. you remember the the party at my house that I would have every year yeah. for the Labor Day. Thing, I do. I, think. I have a much bigger piece of property now that would be more accommodating for that kind of thing. Yeah. But I have no interest in throwing one of those. That was like a thing that my wife and I did, and I was like the laborer. She did all the decorations and you know got all the food prepped and everything like that, and I would just. Okay, bringing the chairs out to the thing. But it was one of those things that it started out when we first got together, 
as four people in the backyard. That was it. Yeah. And then the next year, oh, yeah, we should do this again. And all of a sudden, there was 20 people there. And then it, the last time I had that party, I think you were that was the one you were at. I think so. There was 140 people on my front lawn. Was it really that? I mean, there yes. were a lot of people. There was, was that, a lot. That many? Yes. Yes. Throughout the day. I shouldn't say at once. Yeah. Throughout the day. No, there but, was, there, but there were a lot of people. And even yeah. people that I wouldn't have expected that you would have invited were there. I don't mind. You know, I'm not yeah. going to name names. But I was like, really? Yeah, I know. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dig that deep into the. Uh, well, into the uh, listen, I, party. we we were uh, I don't know we we're social people like we uh, you know we just liked hanging out with people and it wasn't that bad it was always this it was always a good time we always had a great time and uh, you know we drink till you know probably two o'clock in the morning and I then we're gonna go to bed I get it uh, but uh, I have no interest in doing that anymore none none whatsoever I, I want think, I think COVID has played a big part in that too. Like, you just don't want to be gathering with a ton of people. Yes. Because even, even people you actually like. When I first bought the house, I'm like, oh, wow, I got this property. I got this piece of property now that's bigger than a potion stamp. I can actually have people over. And then COVID hit. And then, um, and then I was just very disinterested in that. You know, when I had my sad divorce guy apartment in Chicopee, it was like mm-hmm. one of these loft apartments that had like this big giant loft upstairs yeah. that you could have fit a huge amount of people up uh, in that loft. Uh, and I thought, you know, when I was, you know, first looking at him, well, yeah, I could, I'd probably throw a, like a big shindig in this place. Ain't no party like a Baxter divorce party because a Baxter divorce party don't stop. It's true. Yeah. And uh, you know what I didn't do? What? Didn't throw a party. Yeah. You didn't, didn't have one person over. Uh, no, I don't say I didn't have one person over. I just, it, to me, it was not worth throwing a party over because it is, the, you know. The, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the. Party. It's a pain in the ass. I mean, it used to be like, you know, the kids would have birthdays. And, you know, I'd be doing all the cooking and then, you know, they'd be cleaning the house and then there'd be, you know, you know, this thing and that thing. And, you know, all, all the anxiety of throwing a party. I I'm I'm kind of with you. There's yeah. like there's no appeal in doing it anymore. I like uh, the I, idea. I thank God my kids don't want parties anymore. And that's what thank you so much for growing out of that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to have the stress of having to get everything ready. Yeah, and don't forget much. the ice, and then you're always forgetting something. And I'm always running around, and I still got five minutes to shower before guests start showing up. But oh my God, they're already here! What's going on? Hey, can you hang out here for a second? I gotta go take a shower. Yeah, I gotta. I, I, there's parts of me that really need to be washed. And then those people who show up an hour early. Oh, I thought it was at one o'clock, not two o'clock. Or the people that show up like three hours late. I'm not really crazy about that either. Oh, I've dealt with those people before. I, I think at one point I was one of those people before. Yeah, but it was almost like, why even bother showing up? If you're going to be that late, why bother? I, I, you know, it's always been my inclination to show up on time. Yeah. Always. And, you know, there have been times when I was with uh, people who you know, were always late. So that had to be a major change on my part because we could not that is possibly one, be there on time. one of my biggest pet peeves. Somebody who's so late... I'm not talking five or ten minutes. I'm talking like an hour. Yeah. Like that's that just tells you that they don't want to be there at all. Um yes. It's a it's a it is in some ways a condition of control. It's a passive aggressive way to say, it, I don't want to be here. It is. Yeah. It's a it's a lot of things. It's it screams a lot of stuff. Well, I'm glad we got my therapy session out of the way. Again, um, I will see you next week. It's seven twenty two with back Stephen Dave on Rock One O Two. Rock one oh two Springfield's Classic Rock at seven twenty eight and Alice Cooper.
We're back, Stephen. Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a really nice one today. Uh, sunny and a high of 71. Tomorrow, going to warm up to about 80, but then you're going to see some scattered thunderstorms throughout the area. It is 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tomorrow on the show, comedian Marty Caproni will be uh, here in the studio. See? And also, uh, we will do the drawing uh, on on the phone. Not well, now, well, but it's tomorrow. Not a, it's not a drawing. You're right. You got to tell us the uh, the five famous Pauls yeah. for those Paul McCartney tickets. That's uh, that's tomorrow. You know, the guy who spearheaded this whole thing isn't even going to be here. So I know. what the hell? I'm going to do anyway. So yeah, Dave is off until until uh, Tuesday when we get back from the uh, the three day weekend. That'll be uh, it'll be a nice long weekend. I'm looking uh, I'm looking forward to. it. I love a three day weekend. I, I love uh, not just to be uh, for the celebration of people's sacrifices, but just the yeah. fact that uh, for three straight days, yeah. I don't have to be working. No, I love that. I uh, I get that uh, comedy show tomorrow night over in Tacoa. Oh, that's with, right. Uh, with Jonathan Kite. Oh, that's from, right. The guy from the Two Broke Girls show. Yeah. Gonna be raising money for the YMCA. You got a couple other uh, shows coming up too, don't you? I got another one uh, in Ludlow. I believe it might be at an Amvets or something. It's next. Uh, it's it's June third. Yeah, well, it's uh, with another group of funny individuals, and that's going to raise money for the Amvets post. Yeah, so but there you go. We can talk about that next week when we come back. Yes, I don't want to spoil the surprise. Yeah, we well, want. Well, you don't want people to go to Ludlow when they no, need no, to be no, going no, to the other no. one. The focus on Tacoa. Uh, tomorrow night uh, in Westfield, you get dinner with the show too with the ticket. So uh, head on and, and buy those off the uh, YMCA website. Can I play a quick nine while I'm uh, while I'm out there? Yeah, I'm sure you can play a quick nine. I tell you, this I love that that section of Route 20 when yeah. you drive by Tacoa. Yeah, somebody's trying to take that golf shot <laughs> right there on lay, the side of the road. And you, you lay, lay on, on the horn. horn. Oh, oh man. That I do it all the, the time up here at Franconia. Dick move. Oh, that's hilarious. I, I did it to these two old guys over here. <laughs> and, uh, it kind of reminded me of the old guys on... Um, uh, the Muppet Show? No, the the Michael Douglas movie, Falling Down, where oh, he's, yeah, what, yeah. he's walking across the golf course and the old man's yelling at him. <laughs> well, these two guys, this was going back like five or six years ago. These two guys, right on this stretch, what is this, Westwood? Yeah. Yeah. On this stretch of Westwood, that backside of Franconia. Yes. These two guys. It's like, I just gotten out of here. It was like 10 o'clock in the morning. And this guy is like in mid swing. And I had this horn that was a little bit louder than normal. And I just went, that's great. And the guy was just like doing this, like, he looked like those wacky, waving, inflatable arm guys in the air as he's like, you, you. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I've uh, I've also been the victim of that kind of uh, shenanigan, nah, too. I don't care. You got to be the victim. You might as well be the bully yeah. every once in a while, no, I, I know, but yeah. that's that's how I get my revenge. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I was like way in the back, uh, in the back swing. I was actually at Franconia, too, one of the yeah. other, on the opposite end. Uh, of the course, and just as I was about to bring that thing down, someone lays on yeah. their their truck horn, which is even louder. Yeah, and the wet and the weather has been really nice lately, so there's lots of opportunities to uh, do it. Yeah. Last year it was rainy, and uh, yeah, drive by horn honking uh, golf season was bad last year. It's it a- is. It's all nothing but smiles and sunshine <laughs> right now. That's the truth. It's 732 News is next. We're back, Stephen David, Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. This afternoon will be mostly sunny. It'll be nice and pleasant. 735. We're back, Stephen David, Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. 
Yankee Homes Memorial Day sale all month long. Get fourteen hundred hours off plus free safety bars and can and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's uh, Steve Nagel. You almost. Uh, I almost Dave said Dave Coombs. Coombs. I'm so used to doing it. Uh, misinformation and conspiracy theories about Tuesday's deadly school shooting in Texas began to spread online only hours after the carnage. Some social media users falsely speculated that the gunman was an immigrant in the country illegally, even though Governor Greg Abbott has confirmed that he was a U.S. citizen. Others claimed the gunman was transgender and posted photos of innocent people that they claimed were, were him. Uh, different conspiracy theories claim the shooting didn't even happen. Similar waves of misinformation have erupted following past school shootings to uh, past school shootings too, as social media users eager for information spread bogus rumors and wild theories. Tuesday's shooting left 19 children and two adults dead. That uh, there is this documentary that I I, t- I told you about. I don't think we talked about it on the air, though. It was It's called What Do You Meme? And it's about how basically a bunch of dudes on a computer mm-hmm. sharing memes on 4chan turn the outcomes of the 2016 election and also when the other side figured it out influenced the results of the last election. I think I, I think uh, I did see this. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty scary to think that massive amounts of people can be influenced by a simple meme because that's it's dumbed down for them. It's dumbed down for for a person who doesn't really know about politics, doesn't really you know have an understanding of politics, and, and doesn't spend the time but, to investigate what the truth is. But will get offended or triggered somehow by something in a meme. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how you can change a narrative of something, and just because it's in that picture with those words under it, even if the words are completely untrue. You like it because you think it's funny because it or or you think it's interesting or you're trying to prove a point because look, it says it here, it makes it look official. Like that that's what you want to go at. You know, the, the psychologically our minds have been completely rewired as a result of of meme culture and the internet and you know yeah. digital information to the point where you're absolutely right. It's like you know, there there are people that will look at a meme, know it's it's uh, it's there to be funny or cute or whatever the hell it might be, mm-hmm. but because it's the last thing they see, because it is a impactful image, they believe it to be true, even if it's not, because it's a strong, powerful image, right? And that is, you know, that's pretty scary when you think that you know we are changing our own behavior and our own points of view. And, you know, building our own value system based on that kind of information as opposed to actually uh, accurate information. Because most of us are too lazy to go really searching for it. But we'll spend hours and hours on Instagram looking (laughs) at at memes and sharing them on our own pages like, you know, we're some sort of source of, of, uh, of, of, of data. Yeah, uh, the, the, the thing is. It's like um, you're. Everybody wants to like agree with a massive amount of people that feel the same way, right? 
No matter what side of the aisle you're on, if if, if it, valid, those, it validates your own point of view. Yes, if those views fall in line with how you feel, then yes, you're going to like jump on that bandwagon, and, yes. you, and you and 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 you get what we have today. We have you know two mega groups of people who uh, feel like the other one is is screwing them somehow. When you really look at it, they're screwing all of us. But yeah, that's right. that's beside the point. Uh, so, so I, I can see the, like the, the romanticism in that—that that you want to be like that. But if you're, and the people who say do research, doing research isn't googling something to also find something that falls in line with what your opinions <laughs> right. are, because a lot of Google search is based on how many people are reading something or how many how popular the thing is. You're never going to always get. The actual real result. Yeah. So you're like, oh, look, I found this thing, and it falls right in line with what I was saying. See, I told you. It's 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 kind of sick how this whole world has become by well, being consumed with this stuff that nobody thinks twice about. They just automatically make an assumption that this was true. Well, I mean, you have a couple of real interesting social experiments going on at the same time. You not only have an internet meme culture. But then at the same time, you have this whole thing with COVID and, you know, people saying, you know, I, I am going to follow the science. Mm -hmm. Well, that kind of misses the point. One of the big purposes of science is to refute previous science. That's what science is all about. Science! That's what makes science scientific is to find improved science. Is that how that works? Yeah, that is that is exactly how that works. And uh, and the thing is, um, you know, we want to be- we are willing to believe anything that already validates our preconceived notions of the truth. That is true. And and you know, anybody is willing to you know believe a conspiracy theory if it validates something that they believe. There's a shred of that conspiracy that they can connect to in some way, even if the other ninety eight percent of it is all horse crap. Right, they'll believe it because of a little strand of, of potential truth. It's kind of a messed up way. It to is a very. Ourselves. It's a, it's a very uh, a messed up way. Uh, Greenfield police took to Facebook on Wednesday to announce they would be driving fewer cruisers less often after four hundred thousand dollars was cut from the bar- department budget. A post from the department's Facebook page announced that on 3 p.m. Wednesday, they would switch from four single-officer cruisers to two double-officer cruisers. Ooh, Ooh. Double, doubling up. Kind of like Adam-12 used to be. One Adam-12, or a Car 54. I'm, I'm picturing Greenfield more like a Car 54, where are you? Muldoon! <laughs> now I'm dating myself. I'm dating my parents. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. The uh, department will also reduce the amount uh, officers uh, will drive cruisers, limiting trips to the ones that are absolutely necessary to our core mission as a police department. That means they ain't coming out for your fender bender. No. Um, The core mission would have been a whole lot easier to perform (laughs) with $400,000 extra in the budget. Yeah. You know, I uh, I lived in Springfield for uh, some time back in the day. Sure. That day, way back then. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember uh, the girl I was dating, her car got broken into and right in front of the house and took like, you know, it was mostly change. And then the really crappy car stereo that was also in there was was taken as well. Mm -hmm. 
the guy left his ID in the car. Well, that was kind of stupid, right? That's a clue? Yeah, but you know what? It didn't even really matter because you can't prove that it was him in the car. What if he had taken that ID from somebody else's car? Sure, but if uh, the police went over to that address on that ID and they discovered a uh, fact- what was once a factory-installed yeah. car stereo on the kitchen table, there's a pretty good chance that's yeah. your guy. But I also think there's a misconception on how police work. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a triage in an ER. You're going to take the most important things first. And when you're talking about a city the size of Springfield, there's a lot more important things than somebody taking the change in your stereo out of your car. They don't physically come out to your address when you fall. You actually have for something like that. You actually have to go down to the police station and fill out a report. If there's an officer that has some time, which try finding that. Right. uh, They might fill out the report for you. But for the most part, you know, it's it's really not it's not the way people think it works. So we have this ID. We. We had called a couple of times, and they finally did send an officer out, to, and then we filed the report that way. Well, then that guy with the ID got a summons to go to court. Well, then he never showed up for the court date anyway. Mm. It's, it's, it really, and for what? Like, I'm not going to take more time out of my day. To go wait to see if this knucklehead shows up in court, which, yeah, but, why would you? Because you didn't, if you, you know. Yeah, but Steve, what, what the, the thing you're missing out on is, uh, let's just say, hypothetically, uh, that, that without that factory-installed car stereo, yeah. you have no ability to listen to the Back Steve and Dave show. And uh, you say that's not an important thing. Well, you know, sometimes you want to find out who the mass hat's going to be. On a particular day. Or, and, uh, you know, that's important stuff. Or what James Corden said last night. On, well, a lot of people want to know, and not everybody can stay up that late to know. I'm so hear this. this is it. What about Jimmy Fallon? Or that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or Seth Myers. Or Seth yeah, Myers. Because he got a lot to say during his show. Oh, well, it's a popular show. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> Maybe we're not watching the same TV shows. Uh, it's going to be. Is sunny today and a high of 71. Uh, tomorrow, rainy with a high of 78. It's 57 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mom, how about we pretend to be dogs? I'll say. 53 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Going to be nice today. Uh, sunny and a high of 71. Tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 78. It is 57 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, uh, Steve, uh, people listen to the show all the time, and they say, my God, I wish I didn't have to wake up so damn early to listen to this stupid stupid show and i uh, and i and it's very hard for me to argue against that that's why i always suggest listening to the uh, the podcast after the show it's available on apple podcast soundcloud stitcher spotify or on rock102.com and you can listen to it on your smart speaker your phone uh your apple watch you know whatever yeah. device you want to it, it you can find it also backseat's musical podcast this week my guest r stevie moore the godfather of home recording uh, has recorded over 400 double albums in his career since the 60s. Loads of unbelievable music and a really interesting interview that you can find also on rock102.com with our Stevie Moore and me on rock102.com. Giddy up. There you go. Uh, and I got another one coming up uh, next week, but I'll, I'll tell you about that uh, probably tomorrow. 
but why, a pretty cool one. Why can't you tell me about it now? Because I, I, I mean, because I just spent all that time, uh, you know, patting myself in the back with our Stevie Moore. I don't want to just, you know, just you know, lay everything out there. I mean, unless you're really desperate to know who I'm talking to next week. Uh, I'm going to go with a lack of interest on this one and yeah. wait till tomorrow. All right, see, there you go. That? That's yeah. that's why I did it that way. I know if I'm if I throw too much information at you, your eyes just going to glaze <laughs> over and say, "What the hell is this guy talking about?" Why don't you want to know about it, Steve? Lack of interest. See, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I've already hit you with somebody who is obscure but brilliant, and I don't want to necessarily spoil that by talking about some other dude, even though it's a very cool interview and, uh, and, right. and very interesting. Well, why don't you tell us who it is? Well, because now, you know, what's the point of that? Now, there's there would be, there'd be no uh, reason for you to want to listen and find out tomorrow. We're all about teases here at the radio station. It's one, it's one way of putting it. Do um, you, you eat avocados? I do eat avocados. Uh, a holistic mommy blogger. You've already discounted the credibility. I know. Uh, recently shared a trick on TikTok to keep uncut avocados fresh. You ready? Okay. Because it, it always is a, a, a pet peeve of mine. You buy a bag. I like buying the bag of avocados. But I don't necessarily want to eat avocados consecutively every day, right. and then by the time I'm actually going to eat the last one or two in the bag, it's too soft. It's uh, it's completely black and it looks rotten and it's disgusting. Right? Okay. Uh, so this hack could actually kill you. Just submerge them in water and store them in the fridge for up to a month. She claims they'll be as good as new. Posted a video to prove it, and the two-week-old avocado she cuts into looks nice and fresh. But the FDA just weighed in and told people not to do that because those avocados can end up covered or even filled with dangerous bacteria. Close to one in five avocados have listeria on the outside and sometimes salmonella. When you leave them in water, that bacteria spreads and multiplies a lot faster, and you can even get it through the skin into the part you eat. So even if the avocado looks fresh, it could make you sick or even kill you. Well, here's an idea. Follow me for more recipes. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's an idea. How about buying only the amount you absolutely need? Yeah, I mean, to keep an avocado for a month seems a little excessive. Yeah, it, it, I'm talking about like three or four days, and and those things turn very quickly. If you don't, it's always so hard to find the right avoc avocado. Yeah, because either it's too hard. Or, or it's too soft. You barely right. find one that's just right. Yeah, there's there's no Goldilocks version of of the avocado. Right, but they tell you that if you if uh, you get an avocado and it's it's real hard out of the store, yeah, you put it in a paper bag for a day, and it helps speed up the process of ripening. So uh, I went to Frontera Grill over yes. the weekend. Yes, they come around and they make that guacamole. Right in front of you. I know. Now I'm the I'm the Sans Mango guy because I don't like mango in my salsa. There's just something about that. But all the other ingredients, the uh, you know tomatoes and the onions and all that mm -hmm. stuff, it is like it, it's so good when when guacamole is made fresh like that with. But it's like, how do these folks who run this restaurant know when the avocado is ready to like you must have to have like that kind of experience of doing that all these years to realize this is the right time because it's like the freshest avocado you could possibly get there's no black in there there's no, no like little 
Well, you see, but this is the difference between like a restaurant that yeah. knows how to order these things yeah. and the average slob on a street that doesn't. Yeah. Now, people like us, if we if you bought like a whole big giant bag of avocado, you went to like uh, like a Costco sized bag of avocados. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get through all them damn avocados. No, there's too many of them. Too there. many, unless of them. you're actually eating avocados every single day for a week, and that would be fine. But if I were going to make guacamole. I mean, I would get like the two or three avocados I would need to make that guacamole and not a not a single avocado more because I know better. You know, if you added rooster meat to guacamole, yeah, you could call it. Uh, rooster a mole. <laughs> yeah, you bring up an excellent point. You know well what I point. mean? Yes. Uh, yes. Do you know where I'm going with that? No, I don't. Are you sure? I think I actually do, uh, but I'm glad you didn't actually come out and say it. Male bird. Right. Like a, guacamole. Like a guacadoodle-doo. Guacadoodle. Okay. There you go. There you go. There you see, you, go. you we were worked, switching around, weren't you? We worked together. I was going blue, and you brought it right back over and the I, line. And I, got it. I cleaned it up for you. Guacadoodle-doo. There you go. That is, see, congratulations. Thing, I'm happy to be here. I'll be here all week. There it's 759 to Rock 102. Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812. And Queen with David Bowie. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Nice day today. Sunny and a high of 71. Tomorrow, not so nice. Uh, rainy with a high of 78. It's 58 in downtown Springfield. But, hey, beautiful weather for hockey right now. Let me tell you. Yes, it is. And on the phone this right now from your Springfield Thunderbirds, it's uh, Tommy Cross. Good morning, Tommy. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. I'm doing well, thanks. I bet you are doing well, mister. Uh, you, uh, you scored a goal last night, but more importantly, you gooned it up a pretty a, a little bit yesterday. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah, we're coming off a coming off a big win, so it uh, definitely wasn't our best game. We they, they, they outplayed us for most of the game, but we found a way to sneak out a victory in the last minute, so it was pretty sweet. Listen, Tommy, I uh, again, uh, my lack of hockey knowledge, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm very happy for the team and all that stuff, but I'm <laughs> again, I'm more of just a social butterfly when I go to the games because I'm uh, more interested in talking to people. As And it's not about that I'm not interested in the hockey. It's just that I don't know much about it. So I actually have people write questions for me to ask you. <laughs> and I'm telling you this because uh, the first one seems a little insulting but I'm going to ask you it anyway. You ready? Yeah. You were moving a little slow. Were you injured? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I just had a refrigerator on my back. I oh, oh, there you yeah, go. There yeah, go. that's it. Or are you just the oldest guy on the team? Yeah. <laughs> and and then uh, the second question is why were the why was the checkers captain so upset in the last two minutes of the game? Were there ref issues? Um, yeah, they had a couple calls that, uh, I think fell in our favor. Um, you know, I mean, I, the way we look at it, probably they got called the way it should have, but I, I think from their view, you know, anytime there's penalties late in the game, especially a playoff game, it can be a little bit dicey. So, uh, I've actually played with their captain a few seasons back and, um, he's a heck of a player. He had two goals last night. So, uh, we got to keep an eye on him the rest of the series. Are you talking about, uh, Zach Dalpy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so he scores two goals in the first period. Then you score the uh, the first goal for the uh, for the Thunderbirds. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, you're not the youngest guy on the ice anymore, and but yet you're still playing like a like a young strapping buck. I mean, between that and the uh, and, let's see, you had the hooking penalty, 
and what was the uh, I think roughing in the third uh, the third period. I mean, you're 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 playing like a like a 22 year old kid out there. <laughs> well, I feel good. I I I got good energy. I feel like I'm young, and uh, I'm not the oldest guy either. We got a couple old bucks on our team, and I know uh, Zach Dalpy's an older guy too. So uh, it's a fun time of year. So. Uh, feeling the excitement and uh the young guys give me some good energy so the way things are stacking up now so the the thunderbirds got a two-game lead in the series over over charlotte uh it's it's now going to head on the road um when when you're on the uh, on the road in a situation like this uh is is it harder to win i mean does the, does the crowd does does playing at home add enough you know in in your mind to to either you know make or break a series or are you guys just are you guys just focused that that it doesn't it doesn't really feed much into it at this point well that's that's a good question and to be honest i i think it does play a factor i mean i think you know all you got to do is look at our record you know this season our record at home uh we had the most wins in the american league at home and and then on the road we were still a good road team but i think um you know we were closer to you know just above 500 so i think um, especially in playoffs, you know, playing at home is a big advantage. So we, you know, the thing is, we set ourselves up well by winning our two games at home, and now, you know, now we've got to um, try to close them out, and we get a couple chances here on the road. So uh, it'll be a challenge. They've got a, a good arena down there. They've got good fans. It'll be a good atmosphere. Uh, I feel like hockey in that state is going pretty good right now because the Hurricanes are doing well too. Um, so it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be hard, but you know, and, and the last game to eliminate a team is always the hardest one to win. So, well, um, and if I'm and if I'm reading this right, and correct me if I'm wrong, the next three games are all on the road. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. That's why you know game two was so big because you know even if we had lost game two, you know they they're in total command of the series, having split split on the road, and they get three chances at home to win two games. Now you know we get three chances on the road just to win one game. So. But again, we got to play better than we did last night, and we all know that. And uh, but we like, you know, we set ourselves up pretty well here. Well, uh, Tommy, the hockey question portion is over of the interview. I have. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to ask you some random stuff. All right, let, let's just say, put you in a scenario. You can make one of your body parts detachable without any negative repercussions. What body part would it be, and why? Um. <laughs> You don't have to go the dirty way where I'm doing. You can say your hand or what. I'm not, I'm not looking, I'm did, not looking did for that. Did Dave leave yeah, these questions behind thinking, for you? No, Dave would never leave I these was, questions behind for me. I was going to say, I don't feel uh, Dave's like the safety blanket. He's the buffer, but uh, he's gone, so i got to yeah. fend for myself. I would say yeah. my right arm. I don't know why. I'll take my right but, arm off. Yeah, there you go. Dave has been described to us by listeners as the stepdad that makes you eat your vegetables and clean your room. <laughs> yeah, you're uncomfortably agreeing with me. I can hear you. I don't know. I think Dave's my partner. If we get a golf match, it'll be me and Dave versus you guys. Oh, oh yeah, well, that's, man. That, that'll be a slaughter. What? That, that's like a 6 nothing slaughter in game one. Would I, would I love to be a fly on a golf bag in somebody else's <laughs> cart elsewhere across the country for that during that conversation? And let, let me ask you about Game One here for a second. It's a, you know, a six nothing shutout in Game in Game One of a very important series for you guys. You guys go into that and you just you crush them. And here's and and here they are coming back and 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 and, and nearly you know win the game and it's four three the final for 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 Game Two. If you're on the uh, if you're on the other side of that, it, let's just say, for example, you guys got crushed in that in that first game. How do you pick up the pieces 
and say there'll be no more of that? Well, I, I mean, I think they did a good job of it because they came back, and and I think what you talk about is you, you know, you, you try to come off line in game two, which they did. They blitzed us pretty good. They they came out and they they were up two nothing. So, um, you know, what I've learned in this league is that you know you're never as good as your best game, you're never as you know bad as your worst game. So while we did beat them six nothing, I don't that that's certainly not the discrepancy between the two teams. And uh, we had a really good night. We got some bounces and played really well. Um, and then I think last night they, like I said, they they outplayed us, and uh, I think that was, you know, more indicative of where the two teams, you know, fall or you know, we're evenly matched teams, and it's going to be a battle. So I, I think, you know, a mature, experienced team, they just bounce back and, and get right back to playing their style, and that's what they did. And I think that's kind of what we're going to try to do for Game Three is get back to playing our game. Um, if you guys make it past this, and again, it's a five-game series, but if you make it past it and you face uh, Laval in the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals. How well have you guys stacked up against them throughout the season? Yeah, we've played, I think we've played two games against them. Um, we lost the game at home in overtime, and I, I want to say we won the game up in Laval. Uh, but they've been a second-half team. They, they really came on strong, and, and they, uh, they've got an incredible fan base. They're just outside Montreal, and they get a lot of Canadian fans. So they've been selling out their rink. Uh, they've got like 10,000 people there, so... All right. Um, they they beat a good they beat a good Rochester team. So it, you know if we do get to that round, it'll be a great challenge. But I think uh, we got our work cut out here to get the last win against Charlotte. You know, now that you're in this uh, this whole playoff mode, do, do they give you like extras like the team? Do they like you know cater some lunches for you? I, I, I mean, I'd be more concerned about the fringe benefits. Yeah, well, of like, the, what's like, really in this for you? Listen, I'm doing this for you <laughs> and your team and the city and the area. Uh, what do I get? Do you get the you get like charcuterie boards or uh, you know shaped like a hockey stick with some pucks on them? I would make the salamis look like little hockey pucks. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, I'll say that the, 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 there's no charcuterie boards, but this, this organization, they, they treat us really well. And, uh, you know, they've, uh, they've really spoiled us. I mean, just our team meals and, and, uh, equipment and training staff, they've, uh, they really take care of the players and, and we get to play, you know, really important games, you know, like the fans last night, the atmosphere was awesome. So I think for us, that that's what's in it for us is we get to compete and play, play great games, exciting games in front of good crowds. So, and then they, uh, Maybe I'll ask for your career board. You That's should. Not a bad idea. Yeah. You should. Game three is Saturday in Charlotte. Tom, Tommy Cross, great to talk to you. Best of luck. Hope you uh, can close this series out very quickly. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good right. holiday. Good luck, man. You bet. Uh, Tommy Cross yeah. from the Springfield Thunderbirds. It's 821 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. GG Inks. Screen print. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 829 in Rush on Rock 102. Going to be a really nice day today, Sonny, and a high of 71. Tomorrow, going to see some scattered thunderstorms with a high of 78. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. A little bit later on this hour, we're going to be talking to uh, John DeVoy. John is uh, not only from uh, from Hot Table. You've seen the hot tables all over the place? Oh, yeah, Hot Table. Delicious. Uh, He is also one of the co-owners of Easy Company Brewing, and uh, they're doing a launch party tonight They'll tell you all about that. This is a uh, It's actually a really cool idea how uh, their brewery is also going to be helping veterans. So we'll be talking to him 
around uh, 8.50, 8.45, 8.50 this morning. Excellent. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, the kids in the hall. Uh, have you seen the, the I have latest? not seen the new one. I haven't had a chance to. Um, it's funny. It really is, and and it's like it's it's funny to see them all old now. They're not they're no longer kids. No, I know that they're, the, they're like the old yeah. men in the hall. But uh, I do have to uh, point out the fact that I forgot that it's not. I used to watch it as a kid on Comedy Central because they used to air it all the time. It was like in syndication. And sure, it was on on Comedy Central all the time when I was a teenager. And that's how I really got into it. And then they came out with the movie Brain Candy, which I thought was very funny. It's not like one of these blockbuster, like Oscar-winning things. No. But, but I always appreciate, even if something as a whole is stupid, there are written the lines written in those movies that are just you know absolutely hilarious. Some I can't even repeat on the radio. Of course not. But uh, but again, I forgot. Like that, this was on a platform. It's on Amazon Prime, and somebody had told me about it, and I and I went to, and I went to go look at it. Okay, and I'm watching it, and within the first like ten minutes of of the show, there's nudity by Dave Foley and uh, Kevin McDonald. <laughs> okay, and they're jumping up and down. It's this scene where. They rob a store, and they tell the guy, hey, you do a 1,000 push-ups, and then, and then you can call the cops. Well, they, of course, they called the cops right away, and they're like, that guy didn't get to a 1,000 yet. You know, it was just <laughs> this little stupid stuff like that. And they're sitting in this car, and the police officers approach them, and it was Mark McKinney was one of the officers that gets out of the car. Right. And he's like, all right, you know, you hold it right there. And then Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald are in the car, and they're like, yeah, they're looking for two clothed guys who just ran, <laughs> who just robbed a store. And then they, they undress, and they get out of the car with full frontal nudity. I couldn't believe that they were actually doing this. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, it makes sense now because they're on they're on a platform. They're not on TV right. anymore. And he's telling them to jump up and he's like let me just get a good look at you before i let you go jump up and down and they're jumping up and down and the and the junk is flying everywhere it was it was like i can't believe that this show has become this disgusting <laughs> but still still very funny very funny so and i highly recommend the kids in the hall if you get a chance to look at it we got news coming up next to rock 102 here's your western mass news first alert forecast this afternoon will be mostly sunny it'll be nice and pleasant warm but dry with a nice breeze high temperatures top off in the mid 70s but tonight mainly clear and cool comfortable readings will fall into the 40s to near 50 another nice day tomorrow with plenty of sunshine around just a few high and mid-level clouds in the afternoon It'll become a bit breezy but pleasant. Highs in the low to mid-70s. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, becoming a bit more humid with overnight temps in the 50s to near 60. For Friday, it is mostly cloudy, perhaps a spot shower in the morning. A few sunny breaks here and there. High temperatures in the middle and upper 70s as it becomes increasingly more humid. Showers and thunderstorms move in for Friday evening. With your Western Mass News First Alert forecast, I'm meteorologist Dan Brown. Hello, this is Kyle from Bob Peon Buick, GMC in Chicopee, where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at peonauto.com. 
Freedom Credit Union has always been about connection. Today, we offer branches throughout Western Massachusetts, connecting the communities that you call home. When you join us, we put you first, connecting you with everything you can find at a big bank and more, giving you the freedom to plan your day and build your life. So let's connect. Become a member today. Freedom Credit Union. Freedom is yours. Freedom Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. Shares and deposits in excess of NCUA limits are fully insured by MSIC. Equal housing lender. Springfield Rocks Radio Group, which includes Rock 102, is seeking a part-time receptionist slash administrative assistant to answer phones, greet visitors, process accounts payable, and assist our business manager. Candidates must be personable with excellent verbal and written communication skills, organized, responsible, with a strong work ethic, attention to detail, and willing to pitch in. Applicants should be proficient with MS Office and have the ability to learn industry software quickly. Please email your resume to jobs at rock102.com. Springfield Rocks Radio Group is a division of publicly held Saga Communications and an equal opportunity employer. It's 8.34 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It is time for news brought to you by Noonan Energy, serving Western Massachusetts for over 125 years. NoonanEnergy.com. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, well, uh, always, always welcomed when food is delivered to this studio. Uh Apparently, we have to save some of these. Uh, the card says, back Steve and Dave, save some for Dave. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, guess what? Dave ain't here until Tuesday. That's it. And these cupcakes aren't going to eat themselves. Oh, okay. Here what? we go. Uh, back Steve and Dave, a customer uh, came into Chicopee uh, at the Coffee Cup Bakery and told me that uh, you were talking about us on your show. Yeah. After work, I listened to the podcast and heard that you were uh, fans of the Boston Cream Cupcake and Donuts. Enjoy uh, the ones I'm dropping off today. Uh, Kathy Sullivan uh, from the uh, the Coffee Cup, uh, employee and uh, and listener. That's awesome. Thank you very much, Thank Kathy. you very much. How's the cupcake? It's delicious. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Right, see, I'm going to have to have one because mm-hmm. I don't want to see you eat one and me not. And you not get one. Yeah, I know. These are so good, and they got Boston cream donuts. Uh, see, that's the most hilarious thing. Save some for Dave. <laughs> I'm saving some yeah. for anybody. Listen, oh. by the time Dave gets back in here, these things will be stale. Mm, my God, we have to eat the freshness. We can't just uh, let this uh, sit around. Do you taste that frosting? It's delicious. That, it's, I, get, I get you like a tub of that frosting. Um, f- speaking of frosting, mm. my friends uh, had a birthday party for their kid over the weekend. Yes. And one of the things that the, uh, their son wanted to do, a little sully, what, what he wanted to do was smash his face into a cake. That's a cool thing to do. That's a cool thing. Uh, six yeah. years old. You want to smash your face into a cake? You have every right to smash your face into a cake. That's your birthday wish. You're going to get it. Yeah. Well, they had one of those cakes from the grocery store that you put the, the picture on it. Yeah. So they cut this big piece of cake for the kid. And he put it in front of him, and we're all like, yeah, come on, man. Smash your face into that. That frosting is like plastic. It doesn't, like, break apart. It's like a <laughs> it's like a layer of uh, some sort of fabric, almost. Whatever the—I I know it's edible, but it's such—it's so thick that this kid smashed his head into the face, and nothing happened. All he was doing was getting, like— Little Smurf tattoos on his face from the blue icing. Really? That was on the top, and it wouldn't break apart. It was crazy. It's kind of disappointing. 
It's very disappointing. I always wanted to be involved in a uh, Three Stooges style pie fight. Yes, that would be fantastic. Remember when the Three Stooges get involved in a pie fight? Yeah. I mean, it was pie everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like, like all over the place. I always wanted to be involved in a pie fight. And you never got the chance to do it. If we ever get back. Always a pie made, never a pie. That's it. If we ever get back to normal in society after this whole COVID fiasco. We're never getting back to normal. I know, but it's a hypothetical. But if we ever do, I think that a back Stephen Dave pie fight would be fantastic. Almost better than a bacon fest. We need a place and we need a lot of pies. Are you you serious? Doesn't that sound like fun? Yeah. The Wacky Zoo Morning Show here. What are we going to do? Let's get on a pie fight. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you saying? Because I'm not really understanding what you're saying. I think a Three Stooges style pie fight with hundreds of people and pies all over the place would be a great deal of fun. I'm sure it would be. Hey, misinformation and conspiracy theories about Tuesday's deadly school shooting in Texas began to spread online only hours after the carnage. Some social media users falsely speculated that the gunman was an immigrant in the country illegally, even though Governor Greg Abbott has confirmed he was a U.S. citizen. Others claim the gunman was transgender and posted photos of innocent people that claimed they were him. Uh, Different conspiracy theories claim the shooting didn't even happen. Similar waves of misinformation erupted following past school shootings, too, as social media users eager for information spread bogus rumors and wild theories. Tuesday's shooting left 19 children and two adults dead. Uh, That's a a huge problem because everybody wants to chime in and everybody wants to have their own opinion and they also want to read things from websites that fall in line with their opinion. But, you know, the, the more I think about it, in, in situations like this, things that are just so damn tragic and unfathomable for, you know, reasonable-minded people, how anybody would, in their head, construct a conspiracy theory loaded with intentional, uh, deceptive information. It's like, I don't know how you live with yourself. I really don't. I, I mean, on, on a moral level, how you could take a, a situation as horrifying as this and turn it into an automatic conspiracy theory without any evidence to support this other than to inflame sentiment. I, I, I just don't know what gets into people. Um, it's like you have, uh, there are people out there that want to create chaos. There are. There are there, there's a, that's what that, that movie was about that I was right. telling you about, that what do you meme? Right. There are people who just want to see chaotic things happen. They want to see fights. They want to see social unrest. They want to see all these things. So what they do is they create rumors that they've come up with on their own, but also enough feasibility to it that it might be true. I get all that. Yeah. I understand that. And I think for other situations... If that's what you want to do, knock yourself out. But in a situation like this where elementary school kids were killed, shame on you. Really. Yeah, but I don't but there's there's a mentality out there that doesn't care about that. I know, and that that's they, and that's what I is what I find so damn sickening. And it is it is the uh, the scary part of how many people believe that stuff 
without doing any kind of, uh, you know, even just common sense thinking. You know, there's always some, you know, something to go. Oh, this guy, uh, his this was his ideology. He was yep. transgender, so he, you know, and the stigma goes along with, well, you're already nuts if you're a transgender person anyway. So God, that makes sense. Do you see what this is doing to society? Like it's that kind of argument that they make. I know, and there's and there's no evidence to support any of those things, including an illegal immigration or you know, you know, gender issue, gender identity. None of those things to support what actually happened. Right. And yet, there are some people that'll put it out there, and people will buy it. People will believe it. Yeah. And to me, it's just like, why are we doing that to ourselves? We're just we're making this so much. It's already awful. We're actually making it worse by spreading misinformation about it. A uh, young boy in Springfield is recovering in the hospital after he was hit by a motorcycle last Friday. His mother is pleading for answers about how this could have happened. Uh, Jameer Coleman, 11 years old, was involved in a hit-and-run with a motorcycle in the area of Dwight and Calhoun Streets, according to Ryan Walsh. Police were called to the incident by 5.15 on Friday. Jameer's mother said that he has been in the hospital since the accident where he's being treated for several injuries, including subdural bleeding and concussion. She says she wants the person who hit her son to turn themselves in. Springfield Police Department is investigating the incident, and uh, we have no other details, but they do uh, have a record that indicates that it was, in fact, a motorcycle, right? Yeah. So, uh... Well, I'll tell you about the uh, hoax. You can give us one more. Oh, I can, I can give you one more? Yeah. I got plenty more, Bax. Give us one that? more. Many hotels across the United States have done away with daily housekeeping service, making what was already one of the toughest jobs in the hospitality industry even more grueling. The move away from daily cleaning gained traction during the pandemic, and industry insiders say it's driven by customer preferences. But others say it has more to do with profit and has allowed hotels to cut their number of housekeepers. The change comes at a time when many of the mostly immigrant women who take these jobs are still reeling from lost work during coronavirus shutdowns. I've noticed that at a couple of hotels oh, yeah. I've stayed at that they don't do the they don't come in every day. They, if your stay is for two or three days, they're not going to come in until you're done. Unless you specifically request them to come up right. and do that. Like, for example, let's say the there's a dead hooker in the tub. Yeah, You're not going to wait until he housekeeping comes two days later. You're going to need help. Ooh, fa. How you get the dead hookers out of the tub? Yeah, let's say I'm harvesting organs yeah. in, the, in, the, in the bathtub in the, uh, in the hotel room. Well, you know, listen, I, I can't clean this up myself. What was that... Uh, uh, Dave or uh, Bob uh, Einstein joke. <laughs> hey, your it's liver's in the sink, you know, your liver's but, in it, the sink. but it wasn't liver. <laughs> I think we could end it on Yeah, that I think one. so. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, it is going to be uh, very nice and sunny with a high of 71. Tomorrow, not so sunny, but couple of scattered thunderstorms and a high of 78. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 850.
and Quiet Riot with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Nice day today with a high of 71, and it's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, tonight at the Fort, there's a really cool event uh, that's coming up at the Student Prince. Uh, John DeVoy is uh, not only with Hot Table, I'm sure you've eaten at uh, Hot Table, but he also co-owns Easy Company Brewing. He's on the phone with us uh, this morning. Good morning, John. How are you? Good morning, guys. Great. Uh, well, first of all, uh, tell us about, uh, I mean, I've been to Hot Table, love Hot Table, but tell us about Easy Company Brewing. Yeah, uh, th- thanks so much for having me on. Um, yeah, so me and a, a good friend, um, both vets, we both served um, locally here in the Air National Guard Unit. We decided uh, to um, start a little project called Easy Company Brewing, and basically what our mission is is to uh, – brew delicious beer and donate 100% of our, our after-tax profits um, to veterans and first responders. So you were telling me about this a couple days ago, and I thought, really? The 100% of your after-tax profits are going to veterans? And yes. many business owners wouldn't give that much. Um, but I think that's what's really so fascinating about what you guys are doing. Is like you know, right before Memorial Day, here you are coming up with a with a product that actually has a chance to really help uh, you know, veterans. I think that's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah, we're so this is actually not unique. If you um, you ever heard of Newman's Own like salad dressing? Sure. Um, they they have it's it's a very similar model to that. Where what we're doing is uh, we have Easy Company Brewing, um, and we have a separate foundation called Easy Company Foundation. So basically, all of our profits. We'll go to the foundation, and that foundation will dis- distribute money to um, organizations, um, highly rated uh, charities that already do great work for vets and first responders. Now the the so, event the event tonight at the fort. What's uh, what's being planned for that? Yeah, so we uh, we 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 have um, our, our beer launch. We're going to be serving our first two brews, um, our lager and our IPA, and uh, we got bunch of celebrities actually we have one of our charity partners coming in from new york city um tunnels the towers they're going to be here with us um they do a really great work for vets and first responders um nationwide where they you know they um build homes for vets um that are either wounded or killed in action for families um and there's a bunch of other um organizations that do great work i mean there's really a need out there you know there's um billions of dollars worth of um, need that vets need over the years and the federal government can't possibly do it all so yeah. these charities kind of fill in the gaps so what we're trying to do is just just come alongside them try to sell a bunch of beer so we can send money their way uh john this is a uh, uh, steve nagel and you're absolutely right about uh, those veterans organizations you got uh places like they want to close leads up here uh for the va yeah. hospitals all of those yeah. things that, you know, we hold so true in this country to say, oh, you know, honor our veterans and take care of them. And, and here we are as a government entity saying, you know what, we're going to close all these places. We can't afford to keep them open. It's so important for people like you who are hosting these things and hosting these organizations to get that help that a lot of those folks need yeah. that they're not going to be able to get even though they were promised so that they're not going to be able to get it, so you're doing a you're you're doing a great job, and I and I really do appreciate not only your service but the things that you do uh, for the veterans community. Oh, thanks, thanks. We we appreciate that. We're we're just looking to uh, you know do our best to contribute 
to again these these guys and gals over the years they they put their lives in a line for our country um, they get wounded they have mental issues and um, like I said the government can't take care of it all so we just decided um, actually one night the, the so the the name of our company easy company actually comes from if you ever um, seen the band of brothers or read the book by Stephen Ambrose yeah yeah, yeah. came out like 20 years ago yeah so easy company um, pretty famous story. These these guys, I mean, fought through World War II, um, trained in Georgia. Um, if, you, if you know the story, they um, prepared for D-Day in, in England. They parachuted behind the lines in France. They fought in Holland, Belgium. And they made their way into Germany. So one night, we're actually at the fort, me and my, my good friend Jeff St. Jean, and uh, we basically said, you know, wow, these guys fought in some of those most famous battles in World War II, and they fought, like, right through where some of the best brewing traditions in the world are. Think about it, like Belgium, Germany. So we had this idea of, wow, let's just, um, let's start a company, brew delicious European-style beers. Um, And and we decided that we, we, we couldn't profit off of that. We couldn't profit off that famous name. We couldn't, you know, so we decided just to give it a go and, uh, and uh, so tonight we're launching it here in Springfield in our hometown, and we're super excited and uh, yeah. looking forward to um, seeing where this thing take where this goes. Well, it's awesome. Again, tonight at the uh, at the Student Prince, five to eight uh, tonight in uh, in Springfield, and the beer is going to be available at Table and Vine, and other retailers are going to get on board later in the summer, right? Yes. Yep. Right now it's available at the Student Prince and at Table and Vine in West Springfield. Awesome, John Devoy. From a hot table and easy company brewing. Good to talk to you and best of luck with the beer. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Good luck, Jeff. It's 857 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102 and 90 Meat Outlet want to give you a Memorial Day backyard picnic. You can win steaks, hot dogs, burgers, and their famous store-made marinated meats. A $100 value, all for free. Go to rock102.com to enter. We'll pick a winner at random on Thursday, May 26th. It's your chance to win a Memorial Day backyard picnic. From 90 Meat Outlet, quality meat, affordable price, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Hi, I'm Mike Moriarty of Family Ford Event Fields. Used trucks and SUVs are bringing a premium price in the marketplace, and we are throwing the guidebooks out the window to purchase your vehicle today. We need your vehicle now, and we'll pay you top dollar towards the purchase of any new or pre-owned vehicle, or just buy it from you. I have been saying this for years. No one will pay you more for your trade-in than I will, period. And now I'll pay you even more. So bring your vehicle to Family Ford today. Route 190 in Enfield. The temperature is heating up, and so is the sportsbook action at Play Sugarhouse Sportsbook and the Connecticut Lottery. A packed sports calendar to place daily bets on baseball, golf, tennis, pro basketball, hockey, and so much more. Whether you bet money line, player props, point spread, or parlays, we have them all. Bet on the app or visit our nearby locations throughout Connecticut. Bet like a winner at PlaySugarhouse.com. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Remember when you thought it was a good idea to own your own construction company? Wish you can go back to doing what you do best and enjoy your job again? We'd love to give you that opportunity. Time to belt up and get back to being a carpenter. This is Jack Powers, and I'm one of the product developers here at Valley Home Improvement. We offer our carpenters too many benefits to mention in this ad, so email us at careers at valleyhomeimprovement.com. Get that tool belt back on and love your job once again. At Valley Home Improvement, we help people love their homes. Now let us help you love your job.
Welcome back to camping season with huge savings at all Campers in RV New England locations during their pre-Memorial Day sale, May 18th to 29th. They're slashing thousands off MSRP on all in-stock RVs from the industry's top brands and hottest floor plans. So don't wait. Hurry into Campers in RV and save. Clinical and Support Options presents Shelter Fest, a charity concert benefiting the Friends of the Homeless Emergency Shelter in Springfield. Shelter Fest, Sunday, June 5th from 1 to 7 p.m. at the Springfield Elks Lodge on Tiffany Street. Featuring Bon Jersey, the ultimate Bon Jovi tribute band. Plus, local bands on two stages. Tickets on sale now. Visit csoinc.org slash fest. That's csoinc.org slash f-e-s-t. Help CSO increase their volume of support. This is WAQY, WAQY HD Springfield. 1021 FM, a Springfield Rocks radio group, Springfield's classic rock. Alexa, play Rock 102.